So, this is Sam Sports Podcast. The Cleveland Cavaliers just fired their head coach, David Blatt, midway through his second season as coach. Uh, So at this point, I think we can all safely look at each other and say, yeah, he was not working out as LeBron James's head coach. In all of the reports that have come out in the newspapers, of course, it is saying now, well, newspapers, this is, it's internet, there's no more newspaper, nothing, nothing is on paper anymore, it's all digital. So it's coming out and it's very clear uh, that LeBron had nothing to do with this decision. He had no input whatsoever in this. I don't believe that for a second, okay? You can't piss in my ear and tell me it's raining. Blatt had issues for his entire tenure. I think that he certainly deserves a shot at being a coach in the NBA. He definitely has credentials. He's got a lot of uh, he's got a good track record going for him. But being LeBron James's coach as LeBron comes back to Cleveland and brings this renaissance for the Cleveland Cavaliers, he was a bit of a dicey choice even from the beginning. There were some horror stories from last year's Cavaliers team coming out where uh, David Blatt was was calling plays and wasn't sure, uh, you know, the right plays to be calling. There were moments when LeBron James supposedly was saying, "Listen, I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want." There were multiple reports that Teron Liu, if anybody remembers Teron Liu, you remember he was that pesky guy on the Los Angeles Lakers who was driving Allen Iverson nuts in those 2001 finals, and then Iverson hits the shot over him to win in overtime in Game One, and he steps over. That Laker player, yeah, that Laker player was Teron Liu. For those of you who are not super hooked into the NBA, Teron Liu has been an assistant coach with the Cavaliers for some time, and there were instances last year when they were saying that Teron Liu had to step in and almost take over for David Blatt during timeouts. Now, if that doesn't make you start wondering if David Blatt's a good decision for coach, I don't know what will. That being said, Teron Liu has now been named... Uh, the head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and not just a head coach, I believe they signed him to a multi-year contract. So right off the bat, we're not even putting an interim tag on Teron Liu. We're going ahead and saying, okay, he's the new head coach of the Cleveland Cavaliers. This is the guy who's going to lead LeBron James and his Cavaliers team to a championship. And thinking about this now, it really, really gives me pause because it comes back to those same ideas of Cleveland. Cleveland made some of these mistakes the first time LeBron was around. It almost really gives you that sense that they are a bit of a Bush League organization, and the best thing that could have ever happened to them was getting LeBron James. They made the same issues. Remember when they got Larry Hughes the first time they had LeBron James? Remember when Sasha Pavlovich and Booby Gibson were his supporting cast as he went to the finals in 07? It was just mistake after mistake after mistake. All of these decisions and player personnel guys that should fit and should be the guys to put them over the hump. But at the end, it's still just LeBron carrying the whole team. And I think David Blatt is another example of that. Another example of bringing in an inexperienced coach. You know, why didn't you get a seasoned veteran coach? Why didn't you get a George Carl? I'm not saying George Carl, his temperament or his personality wouldn't clash with a LeBron James, but there's established coaches out there who could come in and do quite a lot with this team. I mean, Tom Thibodeau is still on the market. I'm not saying Tom Thibodeau is the best fit for the Cavaliers and what LeBron James and his team does, but I mean, in some regards, maybe 
there's a lot of guys out there who would be a much better fit than David Blatt. I mean, hell, Jeff Van Gundy and, and Kevin McHale would be better fits than David Blatt. Um, and, uh, you know, there's really been issues with Kevin Love this year. Kevin Love's game has not been blossoming. Um, there's been problems with their offense. And, of course, everything must come back to the fact that they were embarrassed by the Golden State Warriors the other day. This Cleveland Cavaliers team can beat just about anybody in the Eastern Conference, can mop the floor with them. But when it comes to the, the Golden State Warriors and the San Antonio Spurs, they are getting their asses handed to them. And... After that 34-point loss, and it puts David Blatt in a position where he's not really looking too appealing to the masses. Uh, I mean, even Eric Spolstra, though he was a bit of a newer, younger head coach, he had a bit of a polish and a bit of a composure when it came to really taking those tough questions from the media. And, I mean, David Blatt has really seemed to be in over his head. And, you know, we're reading the reports now, and I'm reading a lot of reports from Brian Windhorst, the great, great reporter uh, who covers the Cleveland Cavaliers for ESPN, really bringing up the fact that some of the veteran players on that team seriously doubted if David Blatt had what it took to take this team to the title. Because I think we can all agree that I don't know if David Blatt was the reason that the Cavaliers made it to the finals last year. Just going to throw that out there. That's just, that's, those are just my thoughts on the matter. So it's a little shocking. Uh, I think in some ways, I think it's a good decision. I think that uh, I don't know if they're going to be losing that much with having Teron Lue take the reins because I think LeBron was kind of running the team as it was anyway. And David Blatt is not someone who has proven to the NBA that he has strong ideas and, and great coaching uh, you know, uh, acumen which is going to lead this team to playoff victories. And you know, when, when it comes right down to it, you need to have those little coaching bits to hit timeout, make those adjustments in game four and game five of a playoff series in order to pull out the win. And that's, I think, where coaches really shine. Great coaches make those good calls at the end of those games and make those adjustments. I mean, look at Greg Popovich, look at Phil Jackson. These guys have very long track records of making adjustments during a playoff series, and being able to come out with the victory. And I think that's really where a coach earns their, earns their money, earns their reputation, earns their name and their credentials as an NBA coach. And I just hadn't seen that from David Blatt. I'm not particularly upset about the firing. I probably think it's in the best interest of the team. Uh, I don't know, though, if you're going to get more out of Teron Liu. I think that clearly Teron Liu had more of the locker room there had been reports in, that are coming out now that he's been fired that David Blatt had lost a lot of the locker room, and Teron Liu has the locker room. Now, is Teron Liu going to be calling up great plays as the quarterback, point guard, coach that he is to, uh, to get the Cavaliers to over the hump to beat a team like the Warriors or the Spurs? I don't think so. Uh, but it's safe to say that everyone in Cleveland felt that it was the right move now, and, and in some regards... They kind of just said, you know what, we're not messing around anymore. We're hitting the eject button on David Blatt. This is over. This is over. We gave it a go. We saw what he had to do. No more. No mas. And so, goodbye, David Blatt. You're fired. Teron Liu is in. Um, the other exciting news about the NBA, which is worth talking about, is they announced last night the starters for the All-Star uh, game. East, uh, Eastern Conference and Western Conference. Uh, there is some some hubbub around the Western. I'm going to go with the Eastern Conference first. A lot of predictable names. LeBron James is in. Uh, Paul George of the Indiana Pacers, who's been having a great bounce back year after his injury last year. Um, Dwayne Wade, 
Carmelo Anthony, and Kyle Lowry of the Toronto Raptors really squeaked in before Kyrie Irving had been leading him in the all-star game votes and um, uh, Kyrie Irving hadn't played much of the season. Now, most of these voting is done by the fans. So the the all-star game starters is voted by the fans, whereas the reserves are voted by the coaches. So the fans are the ones who elect these people in, and it's really a representation of the NBA fan base and who they want to see in their NBA game. It's not always reflective of the best players in the league, but it is reflective of what the fans want. And for a while, Kyrie Irving was leading Kyle Lowry with uh, uh, all-star voting. But at the very end, Kyle Lowry, um, I think, beat him in the race and ended up getting the starting spot on the Eastern Conference team ahead of Kyrie Irving, which is probably more well-deserved for Kyle Lowry. He's played a hell of a season and uh, he certainly deserves that spot. Now, on the Western Conference All-Stars, there is a gigantic snub, and of course, replaced, uh, replacing that snub is a huge, uh, you know, a huge uh, uh, selection of the heart. So you've got Stephen Curry, you've got Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, um, you've got, uh, oh, oh God, who else am I thinking of? Um, Kobe Bryant is the guy, Kobe Bryant's the guy I'm trying to get to here. Kobe Bryant is, is really who I want to point out because Draymond Green of the uh, Golden State Warriors has been playing out of his mind. He's a player who's truly changing the game, um, and he's snubbed for the lead because um, Kobe Bryant was elected. I'm sorry, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard of the Spurs is the other starter. All of these guys are deserving. Russell Westbrook, Durant, Curry, Leonard. They've been playing fantastic basketball. They absolutely deserve these all-star starting uh, spots, and especially Kawhi Leonard, because I don't think Kawhi Leonard has been in an all-star game yet in his career. He was the MVP of the finals that year they won, but he hasn't been an all-star yet. It's outrageous, and thankfully he gets his, uh, his all-star starting spot now. But once again, the fans vote the starters for the all-star game, and they voted Kobe in. Kobe Bryant got more votes than anybody else this year. He is a unanimous start in the All-Star game. However, he's clearly over the hill. He's clearly at the end of his career, but it's reflective of NBA fans. They want to see their, you know, this is the last dance for Kobe. You know, when Michael Jordan on his last year in the Wizards, they voted him into the All-Star game. The fans want to see him. It's it's like nostalgia. It's like thinking back to that, that pie you had when you were a kid and your mom used to make it, and now it's years later and you know, you don't see your mom nearly as much anymore and you're trying to make the pie and it doesn't quite taste lo- the way it used to when your mom used to make it and you just want to remember that that one time you used to smell the pie and you could taste it and it had that perfect taste of when you were a kid and your mom used to make it. That's what voting for Kobe Bryant is now. You're trying to get Kobe into that all-star game. You want to have that last taste, that last flair of him out on the court dunking the ball and doing behind-the-back passes and and, you know, everybody wants that. And so he got voted into the All-Star game as a starter. And Draymond Green was snubbed as a starter. I'm sure I have complete confidence in the coaches that they will elect Draymond Green to be on the All-Star team as a reserve. If they don't, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. Um, but Kobe took his spot. Um, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant, fantastic. Kawhi Leonard playing excellent ball. Stephen Curry is the reigning MVP. Um, very, very exciting. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun at the All-Star Game. You know, Eastern Conference, going to have the same guys, Mello and LeBron and Wade. It's all the stars. I mean, that's what you want in your All-Star Game in the NBA, and that's what they're giving to you. So a couple of things that are coming out, This uh, things to talk about. Black getting fired. 
Draymond Green getting snubbed. Just wanted to check in with some basketball because I'm getting excited. All-Star weekend's coming up soon. Uh, basketball's really kicking into high gear. There's some fun stuff that's going on. A lot of drama, a lot of storylines, and I just kind of wanted to put my finger on the pulse and uh, see, let everybody know what I was thinking right now. So that's all I got for the time being. We'll talk soon. Love me some basketball. Getting excited for the football as well. And as always, subscribe to me on iTunes. Subscribe to me on Stitcher. Uh, follow me on uh, on Twitter at SmithFaceJones. Uh, also, email me at samsportsstation at gmail.com. I'd love to hear uh, some recommendations and some feedback. And uh, we will talk more soon. Love you guys. Take it easy. Bye-bye.